0: This, 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 this this is mythical. mythical.
1: And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash audio. Visit IXL.com slash audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price.
2: Welcome to Trevor Talks Too Much, the show where... I put my gift of gab to the test, and no topic is off limits. I'm your host, Trevor Everts, Master Baker, mythical soft boy, hater of the middle school science fair. Genuinely hated that so much. <laughs> I, I put no effort in. It was my least favorite thing in the world, was when we had to do the stupid science fair and we had to make a trifold. Anyway, I don't need to get into how much I freaking hated that as a kid. Um, Today is a, today's a really special episode, actually. Um, it is my first ever solo episode. That's right. This is actually this intro is being recorded before the main chunk of the show, which we never do. We usually record it after. That's how I know what we talked about. I don't have foresight and futuristic vision. I'm not a seer. Um, but yeah, it's my first solo episode. So I'm just going to be talking about what, what, what am I talking about today, Jamie? No, I'm kidding. I know that's a joke. Uh, I'm going to be talking about social anxiety and the pandemic and what that did to all of our freaking brains, my brain mostly, because I know it best better than anybody else's brain. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a good time though. Um, I'm going to be talking a lot. Jamie's probably going to be talking more than usual, which is ideal Um, because I like it when Jamie talks to me, it's nice. I like the conversations that we have, Jamie. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's huge. It's huge. (laughs) Um, yeah. So we're doing this, we're trying it out. So if this is something that you want to see more of, let us know. Um, hopefully we'll be doing more of these episodes and they'll still hopefully be funny and entertaining, but also, you know, giving us a chance to get a little bit deeper sometimes with these topics, um, which I think. I hope you want. I hope you want to know more about me and what goes on inside my head. Maybe you don't. Maybe nobody (laughs) wants to know what goes on inside my head. I know I sure don't. I just try and zone out as often as possible so I don't have to be in my own thoughts.
0: No, I feel like your thoughts are... Super interesting, because you know when you well you have the way that you bring up (laughs) these topics. Your thoughts
2: are super interesting. Well, no, because you
0: bring up you bring up random talk is like when we're not on the air and we're talking about like random stuff all the time. I feel like it's like fun to follow. Yeah, it's fun to follow. Other people don't get to see that as much, so I'm like I'm happy that they're going to get a glimpse into that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean,
2: I am like kind of a super genius. Um, that's one thing about me. I have a very high IQ. I can't back that up with any sort of proof. I've never taken an IQ test. Yeah, you, I'm also generally talk about how stupid I am.
0: Well, you know that that movie Baby Geniuses uh, was what? based based on Trevor's life as a baby.
2: What is the movie Baby Geniuses? You've never
0: seen Baby Geniuses. Oh, I've never
2: seen Baby. Ge- <laughs> what is Baby Geniuses? Like the the prequel
0: to Boss Baby? No, it's actually they used real human babies, but okay. then they like had adults like or kids like be their their voices they were ge- they were geniuses and it's like they saved the world or something like that but they're babies That's
2: literally the plot of Boss Baby.
0: I know but it's better because it's real babies. It's
2: real babies. It's real babies. It's live action babies. Live
0: action babies. Live action babies. Live
2: action babies. And
0: like they didn't even get stunt doubles they're actually doing the scientific experiments. Were they like what? No I'm kidding that was a lie. But I was going to
2: say <laughs> got this baby just holding a a, a beaker full of corrosive acid and just waving it around. Well, how baby were they?
0: No, like literally Did they, like,
2: like walk around or yeah, were they, they just were kind like, of crawling they were like, around
0: like like 18 to months to like two and a half years, maybe? I don't I
2: <laughs> I know nothing about the progression of like humans. <laughs> like, honestly, I don't know how old a third grader is. If you told me a third Eight. grader was like 10, I'd probably be like, OK, I believe you. if you told me a third grader was six, I'd be like, that sounds right. I don't know anything. I don't know when kids start talking. I don't know when kids start walking. <laughs> I don't know anything about babies or children. <laughs> and as a former baby slash child myself, I know that's pretty embarrassing. But anyways. So anyway, this is the first solo episode of the show. Well, solo and a half because Jamie will still be here and we'll be talking. But I have no guest, um, which is interesting because now you get to just hear my incoherent ramblings the thought stream the, the the thought stream from my head to the microphone unhindered by the presence of someone that I don't want to think I'm insane to be talking about something that's pretty been pretty important to me in the past at least is social anxiety um it's funny i've had like a weird journey with social anxiety um and especially like you know turning 21 during the pandemic and then kind of coming back to society now that things are opening back up and we're in like a like a pre post pandemic because it's still going on yeah but then things are kind of going back to normal but we're not out we're not like out of it yet um, so it's weird. There's like this weird little thing, but I've been doing a, a lot of stuff recently and maybe it just feels like a lot. that's one thing I've noticed is like, I always feel like I've done so much. Like if I go out like two, two nights on a weekend, like if I'm doing something Friday night and Saturday night, I'm like, Oh my God, I did so much stuff this weekend. But I think it's just cause for two years I did nothing at all. So now yeah. anytime I do anything, it feels like an event. I'm like, Oh my God, I was so busy. I've been so busy. But really, it's just, like, a normal amount of, like, going out.
0: No, I mean, it's definitely taken a toll, I feel like, on a lot of people in that sense. And for you, too. So, I mean, because you've told a lot of stories on the podcast about your life and things. And honestly, for someone that's only 22, I feel like you actually have done a lot of different things. Like, you've lived in a bunch of different places and all that stuff. But I kind of, like, me being post-21 for a while now, I don't even remember. Like, what do people, like... Did before, I know. but it's like what do people do besides go to bars and you didn't even be able to get that experience right no. away either so like what kind of was that like when you went into this also because you play a lot of video games and stuff so yeah. i feel like you're used to kind of being home but like was it still weird to like have that not being able to go out and not yeah. being able to experience those things
2: well i so take it back a few years when i was in high school i was like I really had, like, bad social anxiety. Like, it was really hard for me to be in public places by myself. Like, I couldn't. I mm. I literally, if I wanted to go to the mall for something, I always had to ask a friend to be like, hey, can you go to the mall with me? Because if I went to the mall, it was just, like, instant, like, uncomfortable. I hate that I'm out here. All these people are looking at me and thinking about me and judging me and talking about me. Like, that was my mindset. Like, I hated going out. I hated being in large groups was, like, really draining um, and it always is I mean I'm, a, I'm an introverted person uh, I would say that I'm a people person I love talking to people I love going out like I don't I don't dislike it um, but definitely when I recharge is when I'm by myself like in my room like n- with no one around um, doing whatever uh, it's definitely my recharge time and my dad's kind of the same way we we both get a lot of crap for like people are like, oh, you're not introverted. Like you're, you're so, you know, you're loud. You love talking to people. You love being around people. And it's like, yeah, you can love being around people, but still be introverted. Cause like being around people really drains me. Um, and so when I was in high school, it, social anxiety was tough. It it, it really was like, I, I didn't like going out and like doing things, even like school dances and stuff like that. Like they just weren't fun to me. They made mm. me very stressed out. Um, and then I moved to LA Well, there was like a year after high school that I lived in Virginia and then I moved to L.A. And then I was in L.A. for like a year, but I didn't do anything when like the first year of living on my own in L.A. When I was working at Dominique Ansel Bakery, I didn't do anything. Really? I had no money.
0: Mm, That is a thing.
2: I was living in West Hollywood by myself which is very expensive. I was going
0: to say, I was like you, so you moved to LA and you moved to West Hollywood.
2: Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, it, it was a mile from like where I worked. Ah, okay, um, makes sense. it was like literally a mile from the Grove. Um, but it was, I mean, that was my first time living by myself, like in a room. Like I have my own place to myself. That was the first time. Um, and I didn't do anything cause I was getting paid enough to pay my rent, pay like utilities, whatever, internet, yeah. And then have food. But other than that, I didn't have like a ton of extra income to like go out and do things. So, I mean, every once in a while I would go out with some friends from work or whatever, but that was like once in a blue moon. So definitely during that year, I kind of just sat inside and didn't do anything. So I didn't have to really deal with that stuff.
0: Well, like, what did you feel kind of OK with it because of kind of you're like, well, I don't have to put myself out there as much because I don't have yeah the means to kind of do so because like for me like i didn't move out till i was like 25 and i was born and raised here so i've never like had that but like you're moving out so young too by on your own i feel like is a struggle in and of itself
2: definitely that like year stretch like i was going to work i went in in the afternoon and i was there till night and then i would come home i'd eat dinner at like 10 p.m and then i would be up until four in the morning playing video games, doing whatever, and then I'd go to sleep and I'd wake up at noon, rinse and repeat. So like <clears throat> my sleep schedule is weird. I didn't like, I wasn't going out and doing a ton of stuff. I definitely was not medicated so probably wasn't in the best mental space um, even though I know it wasn't like terrible, but it wasn't, you know, ideal. Um, <clears throat> I mean I was happy to do that. I kind of like got into this rhythm and I was happy yeah. to sit inside and play video games. Um, then I got this job and I I had like three months of like, oh, I have now a lot of really cool friends and coworkers. I have more money now. I'm not paying as much. I moved up to Burbank. I'm not paying as much to live. I can finally go out and start doing stuff like I can. I can actually like live and experience L.A. Like I can go out to like places to eat with my friends and stuff like that. And then the pandemic happened. Oof, and, and just put a stop. And then I was like, oh, never mind. I get to sit inside again for another year and a half, two years. Um, <clears throat> but it's funny, at that point, I-, I hadn't really ever had to deal with my social anxiety for, like, a long time. Yeah. Like, I-, I hadn't had to deal with it. I hadn't had to kind of put it out there. And I think something that really helped me with my social anxiety is being, like, on the Internet. Because... Mm-hmm. When I used to get really anxious and like I think the thing that a lot of people with social anxiety struggle with is going out into like public places and thinking that everyone is like talking about you or judging you or looking at you. And like you kind of project this like, oh, all these people around me are thinking about me right now. And that's where the anxiety comes from. So when you start making videos and you're in videos, that get put on the Internet. You know people are judging you all the time. And they tell you they're judging you in the comments. Yeah. So then, like, once I started doing that, like, once I started being ridiculed by people on the internet <laughs> on a daily basis, it actually really helped. Because at first, the hate comments really made me feel shitty. Like, really bad. Yeah. I hated, I would, like, read through every single comment on a video. I would pick out what a, the the few bad ones there were, and I'd be like, oh, my God. Yeah, Trevor, you're the worst. And I hated it. Then I got over that and I was like, well, I don't care what people on the internet think. And then I was like, wait, if I freaking put myself out there every day for people on the internet to judge me, I don't care what they think. Why do I care what randos in public think? Like, nobody, I know, but like, nobody cares. Like, nobody's sitting there looking at me walking around. Maybe there are, maybe there are people that are looking at me like, wow, that guy's a freaking nerd. Look at that idiot and his dumb overalls loser. Um... But like, I don't know, I I, I started being like feeling a lot better with just like being out and about in public. And now that, you know, the pandemic is not over, but things are opening back up. I've definitely found that like going out isn't as hard.
0: It's one of those things, though, (laughs) that like for whatever reason, we're like, there's no way that someone else out there is thinking a positive thought about me, which is so like shitty of our own brains to do to us because like I've always been someone that's very extroverted like and I but because of the pandemic I feel like had a my social battery has like decreased a lot yeah and I started feeling a lot more social anxiety than I normally did so that was like a complete shift for me yeah so I was like oh crap so then for me it was more of like maybe I wasn't as extroverted as I thought and then the whole terms of introvert versus extrovert I feel like no one really kind of knows what that means like they yeah. do but i feel like it's just thrown around so much that yeah it's it can be anything like like yeah. i said and like i also look back now my times of like being how is like, oh i used to want to be out all the time and now i'm like i do want to be home more like if i yeah. do two things on a weekend like i'm exhausted
2: no yeah i get that i still am exhausted if i do two things on a weekend
0: as someone that was like not really going out too too much anyways was, like, turning 21 and having that, like, kind of uh, milestone kind of taken away from you, like, was that, like, hard to deal with or did you feel a certain type of way towards that?
2: Yeah, no, I mean, that was tough because there were things that I wanted to do for my 21st birthday. I've never been that big of a birthday person, but, like, when I when I was turning 21, it definitely did feel like, oh, this is something that, like, you know, I want to celebrate because... It, it, when you're the young person everywhere, like when I was the young person at the bakery and I couldn't go out with friends after work when they wanted to go get a drink. Um, when I was the young person here that it was like literally my first holiday party. Almost. So like a month after I started working here, we had a holiday party. Some of my new friends who I just met and just started getting close with, they like went to a bar afterwards. And I was like, oh, like I can't, I just got to go home. And so it was definitely something where I was like, I can finally do things now. Mm-hmm. Like I finally like go out and grab a drink with friends or even like go to Vegas with my parents. Like that was something that I'd wanted to do. Yeah. My parents love going to Vegas. Like they go a lot and it was going to be this big thing that was like, Oh, I can finally go to Vegas with my parents and like have fun with them. But then that didn't happen. And I think I went to, I think I just went to a liquor store and got like a, a rack of, Blue Moon or something. Had a <laughs> had a brewski at home. Um, but like I you know, I drank before I turned 21. So <gasps> Trevor! Not, not like a lot.
0: The first person ever. <laughs> the first
2: uh, the first ever criminal. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> but I know like for me, for me it wasn't uh, you know, too big of a deal. I think like cause generally I'm a pretty like go with the flow person. Like I don't tend to get too upset by things like that. But I know for Destiny, it was really hard because she graduated during the pandemic. Mm, Okay. And so she like the, the pandemic started like right towards the end of her junior year of college. And so her whole senior year was online and her whole like she turned 21 in college as a senior wasn't able to do anything wasn't able to like go out get a drink like party with her friends whatever she graduated she like her whole last year of school was online and i know that was that was really tough on her and i'm sure tough on anyone else in college or high school to have that like last year of that like taken away from you
0: oh yeah like percent
2: like i know for desi was especially hard too because she was you know wanting to go out and like start a career yeah she wanted you know she was graduating with a degree in biology and she was like looking for internships at places and just nobody was hiring. Nobody had people in the office. They didn't have positions open for interns because everything was kind of shut down because of the pandemic. And so I didn't go to college. So <laughs> I didn't experience that. But all those people that are mine that did, like they all really got the short end of the stick on that one. Like to have basically your life put on pause for like two years. Yeah. Yeah. And not be able to go out and do those things. I mean, graduating from college, like from a Huge milestone. Huge milestone. Very big thing. Very big jumping off point into life. Because, you know, you graduate from high school and it's like, I'm no longer a high schooler. I'm not a kid anymore. I'm an adult. But you're going to do more school and you're still going to kind of be a kid. You're not going to have those responsibilities. You're not going to have like a full-time job if you do choose to go to college and stuff like that. But it's hard.
0: It's super hard. And I feel like with okay, you graduate high school, obviously still big milestone. You don't yeah. have to go to college, but there's something about entering your 20s that kind of, when you enter your 20s, do you do feel like you're like, okay, like this is kind of when my life is starting. I get yeah. to make the decisions. Yeah. I get to do these kinds of things. So it's not even just about drinking and going to bars, but it's about yeah. like, I am no longer a teen. Yeah. I am considered an adult. Yeah, And you can't, postpone that. Like you could postpone like Coachella, you could postpone all these concerts to when it's safer, but you don't postpone like, oh, I'm 21 and I'm becoming an adult and I'm figuring myself out. I was glad I was the age that I was when this was happening because I would hate to have been younger and not have had those experiences because I felt like I had did a lot of soul searching then and I still do that. So it's just... I feel for all of you guys that yeah. are just, like, trying to figure it out. Yeah, like,
2: moving out for the first time, like, getting an apartment with friends or whatever, getting your first, like, real job. So, I don't know. It's, it just seems like it sucks. I'm very thankful for the position that I was in, that it was like, okay, I guess I just play more video games at home now when I'm not working.
0: <laughs> yeah. Which is
2: great, but um, definitely was hard to come back, though, and, like, figure out how to talk to people again and make friends.
0: Obviously, this it's not like this podcast started like as the world was opening up, but it kind of did a kinda, little yeah. bit. So it's like, how do you think that was for you being like, oh, like I talk to my coworkers all the time, but now I'm like having all these people on that I yeah. actually don't know personally, but know yeah. about them. Like, And actually you're like, I'm going to become their friend. And yeah. how did that feel? It's funny actually how little it helps. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> it's It's funny
2: how different it is to... Because when someone comes in here, I'm going to give you a little insight into the show. My brain is is in full host mode. It's yeah. not in like, like, yeah, it's a fun conversation and that's what I want it to be. And we are having a fun conversation. But as someone that is what I was, I'm sorry, I'm burping that coconut my microphone. <laughs> anyway, back to what I was saying as someone who's an entertainer, <laughs> <laughs> um, as someone who like whose job it is to be on camera and be a personality and be entertaining as soon as someone sits down in that chair or is calls into that screen um, and the cameras start rolling, I'm not in, Oh, I'm Trevor and you're this person. And I'm, it's like, we're just having a coffee. Like, it's not like that. And yeah. I, I, in an ideal world, that's what it'd be like, but it'd probably be a lot more awkward. Cause I don't know how to do that. I'm like, okay, being a host and I have like things here written down that like, I want to talk about and I can ask questions and I can do a conversation, but like, if I go to a party now and I'm meeting someone new, I have no clue what to say. I'm like yeah. I don't know if I used to be good at it. I can't remember. <laughs> I don't know if I used to be personable, like and know how to like start a conversation. But then I see someone, I'm like, I have no clue what to say to you. I like how do how do you start? A, like, hi, my name is Trevor. So, who? What things do you like? <laughs>
0: Yeah. Like I, if you don't have a topic yeah. already set out, I guess it's true in the podcast. You're like, well, I have all these things I'm like got ready to say. Yeah. I
2: have a whole sheet of stuff here that I can fall back on. I need to just start doing that. If I if I'm going to a party and I know kind of the types of people that are going to be there, I'm just going to write a cheat sheet on my phone and be like, so you grew up in. Oklahoma. What was that like? <laughs> You're like, what the hell did you just say? How do you know that? They're like oh, I do my
0: research. <laughs> You're just like texting me or like I need the research on this person? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah,
2: no, no. It's it's not similar at all. This hasn't helped me at all. I will say though, it has helped me make friends. Like it yeah, hasn't helped, say. It hasn't helped me with making friends or with like s- making friends out in the wild. Um but that's also just cuz I think I'm an awkward person in general. That's actually something that I wanted to talk about. I yeah. think I think I, I think I'm okay. I'm fine at talking to people and making friends. I I don't want to make myself sound like I'm just an, a bumbling idiot out in public. The thing that struggles for me is that now that I've made some really cool friends in the content creation space through the show, is now when I meet new people in the space. Like for example, I was at a a party recently with like, um, it was Offline TV's Anime Expo after party, um, a little bit ago. And offline TV, if you don't know, Pokimane, Disguised Toast, Scara, Lily Pichu, all these people. Um, very big streamers. It was a very big party. It was a lot of streamers, YouTubers, content creators, people that I have honestly looked up to forever. And now that I'm in that space, I get really bad imposter syndrome. Because mm. I'm like, I'm I looked up to you people. I do look up to you people. Like I think you're really cool what gives me the right to be here have a conversation with you? Yeah, And they don't care. Like, I literally, I love Shroud. Shroud (laughs) is one of my favorite freaking gamers of all time. I think he's the freaking goat. And he's so great. And I think he's the coolest person ever. And I saw Shroud at this party and I remember talking to him and the whole time in my head, I'm just like, what, why are you here, Trevor? Like, how do you how do you exist in this space? What do you talk about? Like, you're not cool like these people. And I like, you don't, you, you have no cred. You have no clout. Like, what are you doing here? How do you talk to people that, you know, it's like when you're, when your idols or, or people that you look up to become your sort of peers, even oh, though yeah. I wouldn't call Shroud a peer of mine. <laughs> but when that happens, it's really hard to be like, cool about it. Cause I'm like, I don't know what to talk to these people about because i I think they're really cool. And I've watched their videos since I was, you know, in high school. And now I'm here talking to them face-to-face, like, I and I just have to play it cool and be chill. And that's one of the hardest things for me is, like, figuring out the balance of going up to someone that I really admire and being like, hey, I really admire you, versus, like, not wanting to seem like a weirdo, like, fanboy.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, I think it's also, too, like, all of those creators probably went through the same exact thing when they were, you know, smaller or starting out or whatever, or they probably still go through that now. Like, do you ever think about, like, people that are still, like, like, who Shroud probably looks up to and gets giddy about, too? Like, I'm sure there are people. Nobody. Shroud's the goat. (laughs) Okay. Well, I mean, like, maybe (laughs) Maybe not in, like, uh, you know, maybe not in, like, the video game world, but, like, I don't know. What if he met? Rihanna. (laughs) I don't know if that's someone he would like, but you know, shroud
2: looks. (laughs) Probably not, but you know,
0: as an example, I don't
2: know much about shroud, but no, but I get what you're saying, and it is, and there's always there's always going to be another level of fame, another level of notoriety that it's like, oh, like I I can't believe I met that person, like even I don't know, it's weird. I I literally had a conversation. Shifter um, is a former League of Legends. Play, he's a recovering League of Legends player. I, recovering, I say, yeah. Uh, because if you've played League of Legends a lot and then you stop, then you know it's like quitting drugs. It's great. And it's oh, so, so he's, he's
0: kind of like a League rehab. Yeah, he's in League
2: rehab. No, he's just been playing a lot of Valorant because <laughs> League sucks. Um, but I love Shifter, and I, I, my friends and I literally used to watch Shifter play all the time, like when we were in high school, back when we first started playing League. And I saw Shifter at this party. And I walked up to him and I was like, oh, my God, this is shifter. Like, what do I say? What do I freaking talk about? And then like instinctively and I'd also, you know, been drinking. It was a party. And so instinctively, I was just like, I have to prove to him right now that I have the right to be speaking to him, which is (laughs) so dumb when you think about it. Like you're at a party, just go up and say hi. Even if I lead with, hey, dude, I love your videos or I love your streams. Like, even if I lead with that, that's not weird. That's not weird for someone to say. Like, even if I was, he didn't know who I was, like, or he just assumed that I was another content creator, just to have someone come up to you and be like, hey, I love your stuff. Like, if another like content creator does that, that's not a weird thing to do. But in my head, I was like, I don't have the right to be here. I am less than these people. So I have to prove to them that I am wor- worth talking to, or or I'm okay to be here. And so I just clout checked myself right in front of him. It was the dumbest thing ever.
0: No, Trevor. You know, I was like, <sighs> I was we like, talked about it before you went. We're like, don't do that. <laughs> I know. And I was just
2: like, in this moment, though, it's so hard for me yeah. to be in these spaces and like not. I don't know. That's been the hardest thing, honestly. Yeah. I think I've been like doing a lot better as far as social anxiety. And I don't think I've ever really struggled with like making friends like normally. But now that I'm in a place where I'm meeting a lot of people that I really look up to and really yeah. admire, it's really hard for me to not be a, a weirdo because I don't see myself as, you know, on that level or I, I don't see myself as being in the same league as them. Like I, it's, it's always hard. Like anytime any of my friends joke around and like say like, oh, Trevor, you're a famous friend. I'm like, I'm not famous. I'm stupid. I'm, I'm just like, I'm. I'm on a YouTube channel sometimes. I'm a. I work for two famous guys, and I occasionally am on. Like, we'll be on camera for a second on their show, but I'm not famous. Like,
0: a millions of people have seen your face. Yeah, but
2: still, but still, it's not like I'm not famous. I, 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 I don't even know that I go so far as to say I'm an internet micro celebrity. I don't believe that like micro celebrity even still feels too big. But maybe that's just me projecting. Like, I don't know. I've never had like a lot of self confidence, and I don't see myself as being. You know, but to my friends, I am their famous friend. Yeah. Like to my friends, I am to my friends like who aren't like they're not they're not grinding on social media for followers. They're not like in any sort of content like they're just they're normal people who I love. That sounded so bad. <laughs> sounded so bad. Yeah, no. they're just normies. My friends are just normies. <laughs> but they are. I mean, and I love my friends to death. Yeah. But to, to them, I'm like, oh, Trevor, yeah, like you're you're our famous friend. And in my head, I'm like, no, I'm not. But I don't know. It's just a weird like matter of perception. Yeah. I don't think I ever give myself enough credit. I definitely am someone that leans on the side of not giving myself any credit just because I don't know. I'm very comparative um to other people and so anytime I like achieve anything I'm like oh but it could be this you know it could be this much better like there's these people that have done way more than I have so obviously what I've done is worthless
0: no not at all and (sighs) well I would like to say so whilst the first time that we chatted and then the first time that we met like we had something to talk about it wasn't like we were just stumbled across each other it's like okay we're trying to figure out can we work together like but I will say, after that first initial, like, we met over Zoom to kind of see, like, oh, could we gel yeah. together? Like, literally, I was like, I got off the Zoom, and I was like, I want to work with this kid. Like, I think that he's, like, super cool. I think we could drive super well together. So I was, like, excited. I was like, all right, this is the kind of personality that, like, I can, yeah. I can work with. And then when we met for the first time, like, yeah, we were talking about work stuff. So, again, it wasn't like, oh, we had to come up with conversation. Yeah. But it also f- didn't feel, to me super awkward i don't know how it felt to you but i was like well hey like we're we're chilling like we met at a coffee shop we're like okay about
2: that we did do that (laughs) yeah here's the thing everyone this is our first solo episode this is the first time i've had to sit here and fill up 38 minutes without having a guest right there and jamie you've been phenomenal but it is hard to just talk about myself but i don't think until i started talking i realized how much i've changed since like high school yeah I've changed so much and yeah, I think the hardest thing, honestly, for me is to just continue to be like kind of growing in this space and and meeting people that I think are really cool and feeling like I don't belong there. Like feeling like, oh, like you're, you don't, you don't belong here. Like you're not, you, you're not in the same league as these people. And even though every single person that I've met and become friends with and talked to has said the exact opposite. It's still just hard for me. I don't know. I have a lot of problems.
0: No, well, well, this is the thing: is like we can you someone can compliment you until you're blue in the face. I don't know why you'd be holding your breath during that, but maybe you are. And yeah. like me. you still need to believe it, your yourself. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it is difficult, like. My friends say that I'm the confident one, but I'm like, oh my God, like when you were talking about having imposter syndrome, I'm like, I literally had that conversation this weekend. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm a fraud in my life. Like yeah. people think I'm successful, but yada, 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 like, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. So right. I feel like that's something that a lot more people can relate to than you would think to. Yeah. I feel like we're all like, that's why I was, I've always said, I'm going to write a book and it's something called just winging it. Because yeah. that's what everyone is doing, I feel like.
2: Yeah, honestly. It's, um, yeah, it's tough. I And I'm very thankful for everyone here. I mean, like, at Mythical, even, like, Josh and Nicole. Yeah. They're two of my favorite people on the fucking planet. And they have done nothing but support me all the time. And ever since I started here, just doing food, to my first really terrible on-camera appearance in Snack Smash, where I was, like, just stiff as a board and had no clue what I was doing. Um, And they still, you know took a chance on me and let me keep going at it. Let me keep hammering away. And then for Rhett and Link to even give me a show, like, I don't know.
0: Normally, this is the point in the podcast where you ask me how things have been going. But I kind of want to ask you, like, after kind of having this moment, like, how do you feel about how this is going as being a solo podcast?
2: I don't know. I feel like, I feel like I'm just going to air out how really, truly, mentally unhealthy I am.
0: No, I think you're having very thoughtful conversations. Am I?
2: Am I having thoughtful conversations? I feel like people are going to listen to this and be like, "Wow, Trevor, <laughs> Trevor's fricked up in the head. <laughs> that guy's got some issues." And I do, but I think, I think that the issues that I have are issues that everyone has. Um, deep 100%. down, deep down, to some degree, everyone at one point or another. I don't. I find it really hard to believe that anyone is truly confident. Like. Mm-hmm. I think that it is really hard. I think that some people fake it, and I think some people for like fake it until they believe it, which I admire and I would want to do one day. But I think for anyone to truly feel like one hundred percent confident in who they are and in themselves, I think that's a very rare thing. I think everybody struggles to some degree with having like not a great sense of self importance or or self worth. I think that you know. I think it is, especially, I think, for people in my generation. I don't know. I just feel like it's something that's very common with me and a lot of my peers just to, like, not, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there's some old people out there. I feel like old people are pretty confident. but
0: They, it's it's all the same shit, to be completely yeah. honest. Like, they also, like, my dad has talked about his anxieties just recently. Yeah. And I've always, like, Dad, you have literally come off as, like, the most confident never wavering person that I've like ever met so just to know it also just I feel like it adds just a very human aspect to people yeah like you look up to people people in your life or people that you don't know that are struggling yeah and it's like obviously you don't want anyone to struggle I don't want you to struggle with stuff because I think you're awesome I don't want me to struggle with stuff even though I do all the time but like I've had friends be like when I before I was open about my anxiety they were like I never would have thought for a second you struggled with it. And I was like, oh, no, like, it's constant. (laughs) Like, I'm like, my mind is constantly crumbling. But it's like, it's good to talk about those things because then it makes everyone, I feel like, feel a little bit better about themselves just to know like, okay, I'm not alone in my thoughts. Other people also go through these things. Yeah, And then you can help each other work through it, maybe.
2: Yeah, I think that's something that's definitely been, I think big, I think it's something that we've talked about previously on the show, but like living in kind of the world of comparison and the world of social media and like only ever seeing the good side of people definitely makes it hard. I got my hands down my overalls right now. I was going to say,
0: what are you doing, Trevor? No, I'm kidding. No, I just, I'm just <laughs> resting my hands
2: in my overalls. That's why I wear them. Um, but I mean, everybody has the things that they've struggled with. And and there's, there's no problem that someone hasn't dealt with before. You know, there's no new problems. It's not like me being like, I'm the first person ever to struggle with the shitty sense of self-worth. How did this turn from the social anxiety podcast into this into the self worth podcast?
0: I feel like it. Goes- I switched it up,
2: <laughs> Jamie. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> Change the title.
2: It's Sophia Franklin, and if you don't already know, listen up. My mini series is live now, each and every Monday, and the only person missing is you. We're dating. We're dumping. We're learning. And we're tapping into all the feels that originally brought us together. Listen and follow Sophia with an F on the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Such cringe. (laughs) Well, do you want to make it so cringe? Do you want to make it a little bit more cringe?
2: Yeah, what am I what, what Uh
0: and help me out because I feel like especially since working on this podcast, you have taught me so many different things that I did not yeah, know before I know. I'm in a the world. Smart person. Uh <laughs> because I'm not I feel like I'm just like I'm not hip anymore. Yeah. Even saying that sounds like I'm 78. But I'm not hip anymore. I and I'm not hip, but I need a hip replacement. Um, but <laughs> Would you like to? <laughs> Do you want to
2: retake that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so corny. I loved that. I know you have all the editing power, but you have to leave that in for um, me. That oh, I'm was leaving that so in. So corny. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What were you going to ask
0: me? You uh, were getting into something. Basically, I was trying to say I would like you to. Uh,
2: Oh, are you going to ask me to explain what something means, like slang?
0: Yes, I would like you to clarify something for me.
2: Well, that's a great segue into one of my new fun things that I want to do, new segments that I want to do, called Trevor Tries to Clarify. I'm Trevor, and I'm going to try to clarify as much as I can.
0: What is Riz? (laughs) I don't understand. Riz is
2: my new favorite word.
0: Like, what?
2: Riz is the funniest thing that anyone can say.
0: Wh- what is it?
2: Okay, so here's what riz means. There was like some Twitch streamer I think that started it, but basically, like if okay, there's like a few different ways that you can use the word, but like imagine I say like I'm dropping straight riz right now, or I'm dropping riz right now. Ah, uh, pretty much all that means is like how smooth you are, or like your ability to like pick up like men or women.
1: Oh. It's literally like
2: like like uh, for example, say like I go up. To uh, and I'm in a committed relationship, so this is purely hypothetical. But say I go up to a girl at the bar and I drop a really funny joke or a nice pickup line or something like, dude, I'm dropping straight Riz right now, but it's ironic. I wouldn't, I wouldn't ever say it unironically. It's usually when I make like a really stupid joke around destiny, I'll be like, yo, that was Riz, or I'm dropping Riz right now, and then there's (laughs) unspoken Riz. Which is your ability to be attractive without saying anything? So, like, if you can just like look at someone and like give them a little look, and there, and then like, that's that's the unspoken riz. That's that's much rarer to have the unspoken riz. Um, it's a meme. It's really stupid. I use it purely ironically. Uh,
0: that that okay? I mean. So if there was like a modern day, which I really hope there never is, like a modern day pickup artist thing, that would be there would be like, we're going to work on your ability to drop Riz or something. Yeah, but it's like (laughs) stupid. It's
2: like a gaming like Twitch thing, Uh, which means it's ironic and dumb. Like if anybody ever seriously was like, like trying to say like, dude, I got that crazy unspoken Riz. Like if anybody ever said that in a sentence and wasn't being trying to be funny. I'd be like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> but like when I walk around with my sick Fortnite hoodie and I'll be like, yo, this hoodie <laughs> has got that unspoken riz like this is straight riz like that's funny. <laughs> oh, I just like God. to say it pretty much anytime. time. And I make dumb jokes on a very regular basis. So anytime I'm walking around with my girlfriend and I say something really stupid, I'm like, yo, I'm dropping riz right now. <laughs>
0: Okay, well, because I Pretty honestly I had heard it once on the in on the interwebs, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I don't know what that is
2: Jamie, are you like forty? you sound so old I know i <laughs> I heard it once on the interwebs
0: when I charge people my roommates I do I write interwebs on Venmo instead Shut of- <laughs> up. no I'd also do that ironically what do I what do I write on my
2: on my Venmos I think I like. I'll just do like a little computer or something, or I'll just write bills.
0: Oh, so you don't like to make it fun?
2: No. No. That's
0: how sad my life is. That's where my joy comes from. I (laughs) don't feel
2: the need to make it fun. I I tend to think, I'm I'm a businessman, you know. I'm I'm a pretty serious guy.
0: Once that mic turns off, it's all business. All business.
2: (laughs) I'm totally not a... freaking idiot in real life i only do this for the camera
0: <laughs> oh my goodness well thank you for enlightening me on that because i i have no idea i'm sure i'll have more questions <laughs> happy to help
2: happy to help here's the thing uh anyone that i can i don't know it always feels like i'm outing myself as like really stupid whenever anyone asks me like oh what does this thing mean young person and then i'm like oh let me tell you and then i explain it and i'm like Wow, I sound so stupid. They probably think I'm stupid, but it's okay. I've come to grips with that. Every sling. Yeah. Every. From
0: every generation has, yeah, you know?
2: Yeah, no, I get it. But I, I love telling people about the stupid things that I say. What can I say? I got that unspoken riz.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Maybe it's time to close it out. What? <laughs> it's time to close it out? All right.
2: Before we wrap it up, Jamie, I have some very exciting news to share with the people. We made a freaking card game. Um, Not me personally, Rhett and Link and our friends over at Spin Master. They worked together to create a really fun card game. Um, it's all about putting like positive spins on terrible things that are happening because uh, I feel like there's a lot of terrible things that have been happening and there's a lot of you know weird situations and stuff uh, but it's a really fun it's like a party game that you play with your friends and you you win points by playing like missing words um, that can like put a positive spin on the situations in the funniest way so That's like fun there's these bad situations that you get into and then you got to play these cards to like you know, fill in the blanks of these situations and try and make it make it more positive. Um, but it's really cool. It's really fun. And we're bringing it to you. Uh, we're releasing it now. I believe it's out now. Uh, you can find it at Walmart. It's a fun party game to play with your friends. So go check it out. It's called We're Still Good. Um, you know, get into some fun, disastrous adventures with your friends uh, in the form of card games. And there's also a ton of, ton of mythical stuff in there too. Um, little, little inside jokes, fun stuff like that. So definitely go check that out. Um And yeah, thank you for listening to Trevor Talks Too Much, the first solo episode. Uh, I hope you enjoyed. Um, Please let me know if you did, if you wanna see more of this, if you enjoy hearing me ramble on and on and give you a little look inside my brain, let us know, leave a review, leave a comment. Um, But we also, we're not completely giving up on the guests. No. Still. Yeah, no, not at all. Um, We're still gonna have guests on. It'll be kind of a little back and forth thing. We'll be doing a little mix. So um, let us know what you wanna hear, what you wanna see. We've got new episodes out every tuesday wherever you get your podcast the video versions come out the following monday on youtube.com slash trevor talks too much um and yeah what else do i plug jamie what else do i need to say Uh. Uh, you can find us on social medias um you can find all of this stuff on social medias go check out all the other channels mythical kitchen gmm all the other podcasts and stuff too. They're all great. Check out Mythical Pods over on TikTok for some fun clips from all of the Mythical Podcasts. If there's any really stupid thing that you've heard on the internet and you don't know what it means, I probably know what it means. So send me a DM or something, ask me, and I will try and answer as many of those questions if you want me to claire, claire. I just stopped at claire. Stop. If you want me to clarify anything, let me know. Send me a DM on Twitter, Instagram, whatever. I will do my best to educate the masses on all the stupid things that
0: my young friends and I say.